Live from the Pacific Northwest, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. Real. True. Stories. May the narrative be with you. My husband left me for another woman. Five years later, my fiancé also left me for another woman. (laughs) Now, I'm a psychiatrist. (laughs) And looking for patterns and repetition, that's what I do. (laughs) So it was really hard for me to not look this one in the eye. I felt doomed uh, to forever be left, and I was determined to figure out what role do I play in this? A friend of mine uh, suggested I go to a meditation retreat. And now, I've dabbled in meditation before. You know, I've been to a mindfulness weekend. But she was talking about something much more intense. Uh, She was talking about a 10-day silent retreat. And, And I thought, you know, for this level of pain, I need something rigorous. (laughs) And so I signed up, and I went. The retreat center was beautiful. These rolling green hills and walking paths, and these happy families of deer grazing nearby. (laughs) I met my roommate, and she was very sweet. She was about my age. Um, and we all gathered on the first night in the, in the large meditation hall. There, we were given a two-by-two-foot square mat, and this was going to be our spot for the next 10 days. We were put down in um, these meticulous rows, you know, one in front of the other, someone directly to your right and your left. Women were on one side of the hall, men were on the other. Uh, And uh, then they told us the rules. From this moment forward, we were not to speak for the next 10 days. Now, they didn't just mean talking. We weren't to make eye contact with each other. We needed to, uh, we were not allowed to make gestures. Uh, No communication whatsoever. We weren't allowed to read. We weren't allowed to write. We, we weren't allowed to exercise. Except during very specific designated times, we could walk on the walking paths. <laughs> they woke us up by gong at 4 a.m. <laughs> and then we would have for the entire day, one to three hour uh, sitting sessions, um, which would end in a video where we were given the uh, instructions for the next day. (laughs) Day one. We were to focus on the sensation of the breath in our nostrils. Day two, 
we were to focus our breath on the sen- or focus our uh, on our attention on the sensation of the breath at the tip of our nostrils. <laughs> Day three, we were to focus on the sensation of the breath at the spot just under your nostrils, right here. <laughs> and it went like this. Day one, day two, day three. It made me think of Genesis and the story of, you know, God creating, transforming from nothing into the world, you know, and admittedly, I was in excruciating pain at this point from sitting so much, but I hung in there because I also wanted to be transformed. On day four, something happened. I came into my room and my roommate was packing up her things. Now, as you can imagine, the attrition rate at this meditation <laughs> rate <laughs> retreat was high. <laughs> and you could tell uh, because each time you came to the meditation hall, there would be more and more vacant spots scattered throughout. So I went up to her and admittedly, I broke the rules. And I said, what's going on? Are you leaving? And she looked at me and she said, no, I'm just switching rooms. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I said, oh, fuck, did I do something? And she said, well, they told me not to say anything. And she left. <laughs> so I sat there and I thought, you know, shit, what did I do? You know, did I snore? Was I take too long in the shower? And I, I did remember, there was one time, again, I did break the rules. It was on day two, and she had been sweeping the room, and she was totally sweet, and she swept the area around my bed. And it killed me that I couldn't say thank you. So what I ended up doing, which I thought was pretty clever, was they gave us the rules on a light blue sheet of paper, and I took the bottom and I ripped out a heart out of the bottom of the paper and I put it on her shoe. You know, and I thought, God, did she think I was like in love with her? Or like, you know, or that like, or it was too hard to not be able to respond back? I calmed myself down by thinking, you know what? Um, maybe she just couldn't deal with a roommate and maybe she just needed her own room. Sweet, okay. That lasted, you know, a couple hours until <laughs> I ended up seeing her later on in the day, leaving her, her new room, followed by another woman. And I was like, shit, she left me for another woman. <laughs> You know, I, you know, and I was like, I don't know if I can sit with this for the next six days. Um, yeah. I ended up 
walking to the meditation hall, you know, and I pass those stupid deer, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, and I was like, fuck them. I mean, this family, you know, and they, they have a partner and like, God, what, what is wrong with me? <laughs> I realized at this point, I needed to let this go or I was going to go crazy. <laughs> and so the days passed slowly. Um, <laughs> and by some miracle, I did actually make it to day 10. Thank you. And on day 10, when the retreat had ended, I went to my room to pack up my things, and there was a knock on the door. And I opened it, and she was there. And she came up to me, and she gave me a hug. And I said to her, what happened? And she said to me, they told me not to say anything. Oh. And she left. know, we repeat shit over and over and over, and people leave, even when we put our heart on their shoe. <laughs>